With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today specifically is, is, a, is a tough one for me. Every year it's my brother's birthday, and uh, today he would have been forty. So it's 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 sticking a little bit harder today than than previous birthdays. Um, but you know, it's it, this is also why I, I when you you said let's record, I was like, I probably need this, you know. Um, so yeah, it's a it's it's a different it's a different it's a different. Uh, I'm coming at this with a different vibe today, but you know, yeah, it's, hey, man. it's good for me. Yeah, listen, yeah. I, I I you know, I'm just glad that whatever I get to go through, I get to I, I get to go through it with you guys. So mm-hmm. we, like, if you if you need anything, Dre, if he needs anything, obviously. You know we're here for each other doesn't yeah. matter if it's a potting or not because like i think we've built a good enough friendship where it's yeah. just like fuck i just want to talk to you guys and it doesn't have to be about raptors it doesn't have to be ball it could yeah. just be about anything really and maybe, maybe even some uh i've heard of the show called the last of us we could probably talk about yeah that. yeah know. it's it's, it's an uncommon anything, show really. yeah like it's it's one of those like you have to really search at hbo you have to you can't really see it anywhere <laughs> it's hard else to find. It's very hard. It's, yeah it really is and it's strange you know it's one of one of those things but even if it was the last of us like you know sometimes you just gotta have someone to talk to you know yeah and and you know for these times and yeah i i i hope i hope this can be part of like the day where you uh it was it was more of a relaxing time you know you don't i, I know you don't really want to not think about uh the things that are important to you but also sometimes you just need to talk about other things and, and i'm li- here for i like man. to think that yeah and i appreciate i appreciate the 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 unwavering support but I, i'd like to also think that the listeners also feel that way about us right we're, yeah, we're coming off fair. of a, a pretty deflating loss to the wizards <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah. i need i need the uh that's a wrap guys to kind of pick me up here yeah uh, yeah I, I won't i won't say whether or not we'll be successful in doing that but i think we can try right yeah because you know 
I think we were talking last week. We were like, okay, I think that we're probably going to get a win on, against the the Pistons, uh, and the and I think the Bulls. I didn't. I'm pretty sure I was like, okay, I don't think we're going to face the Cavs, or we're not, we're not going to win against the Cavs because we've had three against them, and Donovan Mitchell probably went to their club and was like, okay, listen up. They're not sweeping us this year. So, and that's what happened. And I think what was important is that we have these two games against the Wizards. Again, we're we're recording this on Friday the third, and the Raptors are playing the Wizards again uh, tomorrow. But the Wizards are right behind us. They're literally right behind us in the standings. So, if you not not only do we want to go up in the standings so we can get a higher position, we don't want anyone who's chasing us to actually catch us. And for to to have a win like that against the Bulls, and then come out and play really, really lacklusterly against the Raptors, very un, uh, against the Wizards, a very uncharacteristic one too, because I feel like they it was just it, the cohesion wasn't there. We we turned the ball over. I mean, we turned the ball over fourteen times, which is the same as the Wizards, but we went nine for 33 and three pointers like oof it was it was a pretty tough watch i don't i i don't foresee the raptors playing this bad again against wizards i'm going to predict another w uh, a w against the wizards but like I, I don't know jay that i feel like that was there was there's been a lot of disappointing losses this has to be up there too yeah and, and i would agree with you uh to a certain extent. I mean, before I forget, you know, we did talk last week about this this stretch of five games. I think we had yep. both predicted something to the effect of three out of five is, is what we're kind of aiming for here. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure I said something to the effect of, but four of five is achievable. So now that's not achievable. But if, <laughs> if the Raptors are able to split with Washington, then yes, they end up getting three of the five since our last episode. And I think that's, that's a, a good enough result for a team that is again trying to scrape their way into a better playoff position um you know and and to your point about the game maybe it's because i I watched not all of the game maybe maybe (laughs) my my analysis cap wasn't as as focused last night but i did not feel like it was one of the worst games of the season no but i I don't i would say either but but i mean if I include your sentiment with what I'm generally seeing on Twitter, a lot of people on Twitter are angry, and mm-hmm. and, and and I don't know. Maybe maybe I the the analysis cap is just not on for me that I'm not looking at it through that lens. I was just like, okay, well, uh, we didn't have it tonight, and or we didn't have it that night, and then they'll mm-hmm. probably get the split the following night. I think that's where. And maybe that's that. This is more of an indictment on myself and my my own way of thinking about things. You know, because I'm always thinking that the glass is half full. I'm always thinking that there is a, a silver lining in these things. And my silver lining is the Raptors could definitely still get the split out of this. But I think we're at that point of the season. And Eric Kareen wrote about this in the Athletic, and and several of other the media members are, are kind of agreeing here. Is that you know the the Raptors are kind of they are what they are now. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, and if I'm totally off. Please correct me. But like, they are what they are. So if you're looking for something new out of this team, you're probably not going to get it, right? And and what I mean mm-hmm. by that is, if you're hoping that uh, Jakob Pertl or or Will Barton is going to totally change the look of this team, don't expect that. Yes, yes, Jakob Pertl has been an 
amazing addition to the team and the defense has definitely picked up and he's definitely been an anchor in that. And I'm sure we'll talk more about Perdo in the, in the second. Yeah. But at the same time, it's there are so many there were so many flaws in how this team operates and how this team has been constructed and how they performed uh, through all of those games before Jakoperto was was reacquired that you know kind of makes you wonder. He's not going to solve all, every single problem. He'll yeah. help solve a lot, but not everything. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. I, so they are kind of who they are right now, and, and I think that's where the expectation level should stay. I remember Eric Smith a while ago. He said every season in the 82 games, there's going to be 10 games that you weren't supposed to win and 10 games you weren't supposed to lose. And this, the the Washington Wizards one was one of those games that we weren't supposed to lose. Albeit, I'm pretty sure there are about more than 10 games of the ones that they weren't supposed (laughs) to lose. So, you know, this, again, this is the home stretch, right? There's only like, like almost 20 games left of the season. And if Eric Karina said the best, like this is who they are, you know, and it can be frustrating at times, but at the same time, you you see a game against like, uh, like Chicago where, where they play, you know, decent, but I mean, they also pull it down the stretch and, and they held someone like DeMar DeRozan to 13 points, right? But then the next game, you have someone like Kyle Kuzma going off for 30, and Christopher Zingas going off for 25. It's just like sometimes you, the Raptors are good. They're good, but it's just the consistency that's the problem. And I don't, yes, again, I don't think Jakoperto is going to fix everything. He's going to fix some things. But I also think that, like, once I don't know about you, but what my analysis is seeing is that once Perto is is in, um, it should it should sure up the the bench. And what I'm thinking is you have someone like Gary Trent who is kind of forcibly uh, coming off the bench now because you slotted in Perto, but then you have that tandem of Precious and Boucher. And for some reason, for some reason, I've seen uh, a downhill trend when it comes to precious as soon as he came into the game uh he was like negative when i'm talking about precious the true as soon as he came to the game he was like a negative 10 he wasn't there on rotations he wasn't making the right reads he he just wasn't productive and it was just so strange because that tandem with boucher and and precious is like that's that's the benchmark. That's what you want to see. That's you want to see, you want to see that type of energy. And I don't know what it is, Jay. I really don't know. Is it because that you know uh, Precious have, has been playing sometimes starter minutes, sometimes uh, bench minutes, sometimes no minutes at all? Like, is it just the consistency of his playing minutes that he's is just confusing? And him also coming off an injury. Do you think it's just like the inconsistency of playing time for Precious, or or do you think it's something else? Do you think it's just the slotting of Perdo and like? And and that screwing up with his momentum. There, you you nailed a, a couple of things there that I didn't touch upon. But I think the main point here is is how is Yak fitting in with those around him, right? I mean, mm-hmm. immediately jump to his cohesion with Fred yeah. as a pick and roll partner, uh, his cohesion with with Pascal both on and off the court. But yeah, he's he has to also be that bridge with and create some sort of a, a, a relationship uh, or, or some sort of something there with with either Precious or Chris. Because if that's not going to happen, and again, we're now at 18 games left, if that's not going to happen, then that 
forces Nick into a situation where it's like, okay, well, if, if Yak's going to be on the floor, I got to make sure that, that Precious and Chris are not. And, and maybe mm-hmm. that is, uh, that sounds very um, like narrow-minded, but at the same time, it's like there are three big men, right? Like maybe you don't need to put them on at the same time. And, and maybe that helps you decide on your rotation because I feel like that was one of the bigger issues that, again, I'm, I'm basing this off of just things that I'm reading along with, with the Raptors Twitter, Twitter folks. And it's just like the biggest issue with last night's loss was the rotation. And a lot of the, the finger pointing is going towards Nick. And, you know, mm. why are you, for example, playing um, uh, Pascal and Scotty together with no shooters when both of them work their best when they are surrounded by shooters? And yet you're, you're playing them together, right, without Gary or OG um, when they should be split up and each of them should have shooters around them. Th- things of that nature uh, are frustrating to, to watch. So... I, I don't know. It's uh, it is it is tough to watch, and, and sometimes, again, uh, everyone must be sick of my silver lining thinking here. But like, a part of me also thinks that Nick Nurse sometimes he's he's holding back a bit. So, for example, in this game, it was I'm not going to show you the best lineups. I will throw up frustrating lineups that won't work uh, <laughs> because I know I'm facing these guys on Saturday and. I will make the right adjustments and totally destroy them. So, interesting. Again, this will this will come back, and you can absolutely throw this back in my face. Um, you know, if, if the Raptors shit the bed again, or if, and ultimately lose, or uh, they end up having the same problems again. But that that's not the mo of this team. This team is the type to adjust. Whether that adjustment comes yeah. at halftime, or whether that is okay, we have a doubleheader, we can throw a totally different look at them the second time around. Yeah, uh, I think it's still in them to. to, to well, kind it's of kind of what it. happened with, with Chicago too. The the initial lineup was have Jakob as the center versus Vucevic, but Vucevic could step up for the three. So by the time yeah. it was like fourth quarter, that I think he switched off Scotty to be a center, yeah. and that kind of totally Absolutely. threw them off. But now when it comes to like the the Wizards game again, I'm 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 not trying to hark back to like this was a really disappointing game, but again, it was a really disappointing game because like <laughs> I just feel like they're they. Uh, have practiced these things constantly, right? Like, for mm-hmm. example, as soon as the Wizards went to a like two three zone, like th- what's the the th- best thing about uh, breaking a zone is trying to get the ball into the middle, so the uh, like the defense can collapse and you have two people on the corners, yeah. you have you can do different reads, right? They the Raptors never got the ball into the middle for some reason ever, and it, they, like. How, I don't understand how could they not like at least nurse call out a play where okay you're facing a zone if you're going to throw at a zone so many times against other people you can you can at least think that you're your the zone is going to be up against you as well so mm-hmm. I, I don't know it, it's almost like they 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 forgot the mo right they forgot the that what what they had to do and I don't know if it's a coaching thing uh, maybe it's a whole uh uh personnel thing because you know you'd have a new player like relative new player with Jakob you have a new player with Will, Will Barton it could be a whole bunch of married things but I hope they do come out a little bit more cohesive uh yeah against the against the Wizards I'm telling okay. you it adds to my theory that like he holds back like because that's that's a mm. that's a very obvious flaw in from last night's game and it's like man you already know the answer to this why aren't you doing it my thinking is 
eh, he's just trying out different things. He knows he can go to that, okay, well, I'll throw Scotty or Pascal in the middle there and they can operate as the defense collapses or doesn't collapse yeah. around them. He's like, I'm going to try something else. Uh, maybe Gary will do a fall away three here. I don't know. It's, uh, again, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how Maybe. serious I actually am in saying that, but <laughs> I think that's a, the this is the point of the season where you're just like, okay, there, there's no more runway for, like, you cannot use the excuse anymore about there there hasn't been enough practice, there hasn't been enough time to be cohesive. And again, I I, I get it. Jakob is a, a huge part of this team now, but that still means he's surrounded by four other guys who have had to practice and had cohesion. It's not like... Mm. One person's mm-hmm. lack of cohesion with the team is going to break apart everything. He's not even the focal point, right? So, yeah, um, I, I think that we we can no longer, and this is was part of Eric Korean's his article is like that you can't blame it on a lack of cohesion anymore, right? Like if you're you're sixty eight games or sixty four games into the season, right? You, you kind of are who you are. So I, I will mm-hmm. say this though, and, and you know I will always throw in something positive here. Mm. The Raptors after sorry. During the Masai Ujiri era, and I, I will flip this a bit and include the Tampa season, and I'll say why in a second. For the entirety of the Masai Ujiri era, the last 18 games of the season, the Raptors have always won at least 11 games. They've won wow. a range between 11 and I think it's 13, 11 and maybe even 14 of the last 18 games. They always end the season off right. And in for the Tampa season, they lost 11 of the last or 12 of the last 18 games <laughs> to help seal the tank. But my point is that these last 18 games, for some reason, it's 18, uh, the Raptors flip a switch. Um, and, and I don't know if that's a product. It's hard for me to say it's a coincidence because how long has Masai been an executive on the team, right? So it happens yeah. every single season without fail. And again, I'm saying the Tampa counts as 11 losses, not 11 wins. Um Something happens over these last 18 games. So I'm, I'm confident that the Raptors can do that again. They have the right personnel. I know they have one of the hardest schedules remaining. But let's keep in mind that like some of those hard games, right? The two Boston games and Milwaukee game to end the season, mm-hmm. they're probably benching mm-hmm. their guys, right? So mm-hmm. I'm confident the Raptors can still turn it around. It's just games like last night are very frustrating because you know that's not the type of team that they are capable yeah. of playing as. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's the that's the main thing, man. It's just like, oh, you you know this team is so much better than what the record is. Will Barton said it the best, man. Like everybody knows, everybody in the league knows this team is so much better than their record, and they sh- they show it sometimes, but then they they go off in this like, and this is the product of Raptors being so good for so long. It's once they play. Uh, uh, down to their opponent it's disappointing because you know that they've been good and they are good you just want it, it, it's like the raptors are precious to chew it to me right now you know like you he has so much potential but then it's like one one step forward two steps back almost every single game that's kind of what the this season kind of has been to me harking back to to nurse i know that there has been a lot of like flack on on nick nurse I'll give you this. I'll give you something about Nick Nurse. He is the most untraditional coach I've ever watched, and he will never not throw out uh, something that someone has never seen before, right? And even by the time it's like game number 70, he's still going to try and tinker and not give the other team uh, the the upper hand, right? And, and I think that is a testament to his knowledge, his like, 
his you know book of of plays and book of defensive schemes that it will it's like never ending and it it could be that could be detrimental sometimes because you know you you can experiment too much during the game and by the time you're down like 11 with six minutes to go uh nobody knows what you're doing right but sometimes you can get some key stops or and, and you know key plays um that just work, you know. So I don't think that this goes to to Nick Nurse. I don't. I think Nick is is still a fantastic coach. Uh, we could be in a much worse situation, you know. We could be the Atlanta Hawks right now. That, I'm not saying like I think Quinn Snyder is actually a very fantastic coach, but I'm thinking like you know you don't want to have a coach's change in the middle of the season, uh, and you know you you see what's going on in Philadelphia, where even if they are winning games, people want Doc's head, right? So yeah. It'd be a much worse situation. I think Nick Nurse is a fantastic coach. Let him cook, man. Let him cook. If he's going to continue, uh, I don't want him to stray from his uniqueness, right? If he's going to continue to try new things, let him try new things because that's what he's good at. You know, don't don't think that he this is a detriment to the to the team because not many teams have a coach that is willing to do that, and not many organizations is willing to let their coach do that either. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. His, the the amount of leash he has, right? It's and, and yeah. <laughs> I I can't help but but bring up uh, the the championship season, which is almost a prerequisite for anything Raptors related. Uh, we we need to have a conversation. Also, this is a sidebar. We need to have a conversation at some point, and on, on when we are when we've kind of reached the 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 07, 08, or whatever Celtics of of talking too much about the championship because I think <laughs> we've probably reached the expiration date. But anyways, um, the the oh he, no here's a happened. good question here's a good yeah, question yeah. what okay. is the expiration date for a championship I don't know I don't <laughs> know I say this because well, let's just say uh, the the Raptors were the type of franchise that were um, let's let's just say that the Raptors won the championship last year right yeah. That automatically expires the 2019. You can't talk about the 2019 championship because you have another championship. I get that. But yeah, I think your question and the bigger question is, when are you allowed to like just continue talking about it? I say, yeah. I say mm, five years. I was going to say the same thing. I think five okay. years too. So because we still got a year. I- yeah, okay. I think five years is enough really mainly because, and I think it's the same for you, is that you have enough time to tinker your um, team and also enough time for the rookies that you get after a tank uh, to be who they are, right? So I think at year five, when Scotty is in year three of his contract, of his NBA career, uh, you're going to see if this team is is – a playoff contention or is going to keep tanking. I don't think the Raptors are going to tank next year. I think they're going to continue to grow. Uh, but I think five years is a good. Okay. Good but uh, what if we don't put a number on it? What if it is also, or could be also, uh, you can still reference it as long as the core pieces are still there. Like <sighs> right now we're down because- to what? Three, three. But that's block? hard because, because you like core pieces can move after a championship season. Oh, absolutely, they can. And like, and again, I'm, I'm sidebarring the sidebar here. Um, as, <laughs> as a as a huge Atlanta Braves fan, one of my biggest, uh, one of the hardest losses to to take was the loss to the '97 Florida Marlins. I bring that up because that team won the championship, and then they totally disappeared 
off the face of the earth. Like everyone on uh, that team was gone. They went from like first to worst in a matter of like a season or two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one ticked me off because it's like, if you're a Florida Marlins fan, you cannot brag about that title after five years because that whole team is gone. Yeah. Um, and they're a shell of themselves, right? So that is my extreme example of, okay, you don't get the five years. You get it for as yeah. long as the people who helped to get that championship. Are okay, there. I, I see your point. I see your point. Because if the Raptors were shit after 2019, then it's just like, well, we, it, it, it'll be hard to say uh, that I guess that leeway is a little bit less because, you know, it's five years and you're still bad. Then it's like, I, we can't really rely on the, on the 2019. But the fact that we've been still good, you know, uh, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. pa- I, I think, I think so. Okay. Anyway, so sidebar. Oh yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. To finish my, my sidebar here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's about Nick nurse and sorry. And it's about the, the kind of leash he has. And, okay. you know, when we, we think about, okay, well, this guy won us a championship. Um, it does offer him that that leash, right? It's like you can do the crazy things that you do because we know that it has helped you or helped us win a championship. Um, so maybe they go hand in hand, right? It's like, okay, well, this time let's let's use our arbitrary five year mark. If the, you're doing the things that you're doing and the team is stuck as a play in or out, just barely a playoff team this time next year then it probably is time to cut ties, right? I, I'm just not of the mind that I'm not on, on where a lot of other folks are right now, which is, okay, he's, he's doing some really idiotic things. Let's get rid of him because, and, and, and maybe that's a sign of my age where, you know, I, I like to keep things longer or, and, and I'm used to a time or I know of a time when coaches were just your coach for like as whatever many years until they were right. like the absolute worst thing alive. But, I don't know. I, I, I give him at least another year of, of all the things that he does because we've yeah. seen how it works. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I have no recollection. I mean, I, I have no f- fear or feeling of wanting to fire Coach Nurse. I, I think he is still one of the best uh, in coming off a championship and then coming off a coach of the year. Like it's you don't that those those these coaches, these guys don't come very often uh, let alone like like players that come in very often right the like, same thing when the co- when it comes to coaches I, th- I think that nick nurse is still one of the best coaches in the nba so let's give him more of a leash you know let's i know that this this season hasn't been the best it might have been quite disappointing but it, it's again because we've been so good for so long okay jay last thing before we take a break um we didn't get a chance to talk about will barton uh, last time what are your thoughts about the addition of the buyout candidate or not candidate of will barton as a buyout player for the raptors uh, i think it's a i was very pardon the pun here i was very thrilled uh, of <laughs> hey. the addition of, of will barton um but that was quickly tempered when you know i started looking at the numbers and see he's been steadily declining and then i also you know, fell into the trap of thinking he was actually 29 years old when he's actually 32. So mm-hmm. a couple of flags there. Um, but let's take a step back and think about what is his role, right? He's not supposed to be the first guy off the bench or the second or the third, right? He is like he's replacing Juancho, who was essentially the 12th man off the bench, right? Like it's 
Yeah. He was very situational. He didn't quite hit the marks that you were hoping for. Um, he he kind of was who he was, right? And he was a casualty of that. When we asked him about it in the pregame presser before the Bulls game, um, Nick Nurse pointed at contracts. He said we were looking at it from a, a monetary standpoint, financial standpoint, and he was the next he was the casualty of that. So they never, Nick Nurse never said it was because of any lack of play or lack of cohesion. It was strictly around the dollars and cents made sense mm. with letting him go and, and trying out something with, with Barton here. So mm-hmm. that was like a long way way of saying, I'm, I'm good with it either way. I'm not expecting too much because at the end of the day, he's not going to play that many minutes anyway. Um, right. But that, that veteran presence from a guard position is probably more needed on this team rather than a veteran forward. So I think it's a slightly better fit. The only problem I have, and I don't have any doubt that Will Barton still has some, you know, game in him is that Jeff Downton probably got the worst end of that uh, because he was playing very, very well for Nick Nurse. Uh, And he was, he was put in there as the, the defensive specialist. And if you got, you know, five to six points from him that's a cherry on top coming off the bench but he played very well uh on defensive and he added a lot more points for the bench unit that is lacking and mm-hmm. now that when you ha- when you're scratching uh wancho who is i thought he was a great locker room guy i haven't heard anything else uh, outside of that he didn't play the best when he was here but like, again like sometimes you want that locker room guy so it's unfortunate that he's not there anymore but you have someone like will barton here um i think that kind of uh, I hope his role is kind of like the Thad Young role. You want to have that veteran presence in there, locker room guy as well, and kind of come in here and hopefully drain a couple of threes. I think he not only takes over the Wancho role, but also the Otto Porter role, uh, hopefully, um, because, you know, Otto is obviously not here for the rest of the year for because of his foot surgery. But, you know, I really do feel for someone like Downton Jr., who is, I think he's 24 right now, 25. and yeah. 20, 24, 25. So, like, it's it's kind of like the, it's time for him to be part of a a core, maybe not a starting core, but, you know, probably like a solid off the bench kind of guy. Uh, and he was catching his stride for the Raptors. So, I don't know. It, it sucked. I was really uh, uh, interested I was I was excited to watch him when he came off the bench for us. So I I don't know. I hope he comes back for hopefully like maybe even the playoffs, um, if you know we we make it there. But yeah, Actually, I, I w- the, uh, and I and I agree with that sentiment. And I think if anything, this is more of a uh, a nudge for for Downton Jr. Like he's he's definitely played well enough that he could either a be converted, um, or, or b that he's at least like kind of stamped his his spot in the rotation as uh he i've officially leapt above delano and and malachi in, in the guard rotation yes barton being around just kind of is is not necessarily to bump him but more to push him along right and mm. um I, I think it's quite obvious that delano and, and malachi uh are not threats to Downton's spot in the rotation so with Barton in, it's like okay, now you have a little bit of a kind of a competition here. Let's let's egg you on a bit more because yeah, to your point, 
Dalton's played well enough, right? He's he's a very unique two-way player in that um, most of the two-way spots go to young guys who need time to you know gel with the big boys and play in the G League and things like that. He's already done that. He's already had his time in the G League. He's older than most two-way guys, so he has a bit of, of two things going for them. One is that that freedom of of getting to play with the, the big boys and in the G League, but also mm-hmm. he's older now. So there's kind of that like carefree, this is my last shot at, at making it big. I need to make this work kind of thing. There's, there's more of that right. drive if you're that age versus if you're Delano and you're like, I have a couple more years to kind of build my way up. Mm. Yeah, for Dowden, this is it. This is his shot. So yeah, he yeah. has that motivation there. And the addition of Barton should only push it along further. And, and yeah. one final point on this, uh, I also think that the, the Barton addition really does cement uh, Malachi's non-position with the team, especially after that <laughs> ridiculous video yesterday. Oh God, we'll come back. Well, yeah, yeah, let's let's. Yeah, yeah, let's let's take a break. <laughs> we'll we'll come back with that, man. Oh my God. <laughs> Man, that video, I tell you. I don't you, know, man. I, I'm was... pretty so was it on a was it an IG or or something? I don't something? know, man. I found out about it obviously through comments. Yeah. So I I, I thought it was posted by a Twitter account. I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. But re- regardless, like okay. I, I'm going to give the players the benefit of the doubt. And and I'm specifically talking Precious and Malachi. Because what they said, like, I'll be uh, about women is just the fact that they can be moms. They can procreate. That is not the only reason. <laughs> that is not the only fact of why women are wonderful, beautiful why they run the world okay why are they queens there are so many different reasons that you can't even put it in one pod an hour-long pod the fact that that was the only thing that they used in that video is what's bothersome because there's no there's no way that they just chose that sentence from both precious and malachi and like do you really think that that was the only thing and possibly the best thing they said i don't think so that's the part i'm i'm zeroing in on is that the best thing they said because if it is holy moly well so if it is if don't it even is, post it exactly <laughs> exactly why would you who okayed that man and man we we give so much credit to raptors pr because they do a really really good job freaking ig tiktok twitter whatever when it comes to social media but that that my friend was not it I don't know who okayed that. I don't know who the questions are are fine. Those those are hard questions. Those are you genuine know, questions that you ask people, right? But you should actually to, can you can you re uh, for those who actually still don't get what we're talking about? Can can we just quickly do the the play by play of of that fourteen second video? Sure. You know what? We did off I, the top. I'll play it. 
girls were in the world because they're the only one that can procreate. They birth everybody. All women are great because they're all queens. Like, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm I sure don't people to... forget that Scotty was actually in the video too because at least yeah, what he said he was... actually had, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said something. <laughs> oh, God. He, uh, I don't know, man. That, that was just a hard pass for me. You know, did you, it's did one you play of those like, 16? no, I don't know if I want to because <laughs> I played you know, it for She Her thing was like, who okay this? Like, who? <laughs> what in the world? I know that they deleted it recently, uh, Raptors social media uh, team, and they issued an apology and everything like that. So I, I guess like that, you know, one step forward. But like, again, who in the right mind? Who in the right mind let that happen and let that through and posted that? But wow, Dre, um, <laughs> Dre, Dre, we miss you, man. We we'd love your commentary on this. Yeah. Oh my god. Like like I, w- I wish we started with that. I also wish it wasn't the Raptors PR. Can you, if, it it was like a- if it wasn't the Raptors PR, we would be grilling this even worse. Yes, a hundred percent. We're already we, grilling actually, it. Wait, hold on, did we? Yeah, we would. We I would. think, of course. Come on, yeah, we would grill it even more. We would, we 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 would be grilling it even more. It, oh, yeah, gosh. that was that was a hard pass. Which is worse, that or the Phoenix Suns workout video? I think that actually, that 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 has to be, that has to be. That, yeah, yeah. The Phoenix Suns yeah. workout video is just funny. This is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, because the, the Phoenix Suns video, the, you don't have to freaking take that down. And issue an apology, right? That's true. That that's what I think. Did um, they issue an apology? I hope they did. The Raptors? Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Oh, I can't. I can't. I honestly, I, I you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Raptors fans, but I'm pretty sure they did. I, okay. I kind of saw screenshots from other people, so I don't because right, I don't I'll have them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, they yeah discovered exactly. the errors in their way very late, but they did <laughs> apologize. Yeah, exactly. Um. Okay, is there anything else before I go into my Last of Us rant? <laughs> uh, I, I, I guess, I guess I, I threw out my eighteen game stat, so I, I'm, I'm fairly positive right now. Uh, so, yeah. okay. Oh, uh, Raptors play the Clippers next week, so I think that that game happens before our next. I'm checking right now. Does it happen before our next pod? Yes, it does. So I will just quickly throw out the the. The Paul George uh, quote, I am not that guy or whatever. Mm. Uh, any comments on that quote before they, they face the Raptors? Well, uh, he's not, though. <laughs> and he's being right? upfront about it. Like, he's being real yeah. to it, right? Listen, I, I think Paul George is one of the st- still one of the best players in the NBA. And to to understand that, you know, he's probably not that guy anymore. He's not. And I think he's just harking back to his Indiana days because when he was in the end, he was a problem, right? Like we, we thought that he was going to freaking take down LeBron James for all, for that matter. So now that, you know, I don't know what year he is right now, but I, I don't think he's that guy. I don't, but I don't think he's really saying that he's like not good anymore. I think yeah. he's just like, he's not the, the, he's not the dame on portland anymore you know what i mean so like he's you, not that as, single as, if you're a clippers fan does is this concerning or is this reassuring because he's basically saying okay I, i'm good playing second fiddle to Kawhi. Yeah. like is that reassuring yeah. to you or is it more like yeah 
No, I prefer to have two guys who want that killer instinct. No, no, no. I'm 100% for, uh, happy for Clipper fans for him okay. to say I'm not that guy anymore because again, I'm not saying I don't think he's saying that I'm not that guy to shoot 30 uh because when he was a time when he was in Indiana, he had to right. He, he had, had to, to yeah. he had put to up thirty five points, forty points. He's not that guy anymore, and and he he understands, and I think Clipper fans should understand too. Um, but I, I also want to ask you uh, your thoughts on the Clippers with Westbrook, because with Westbrook, they are they've since are they five and five and or one and five or something like that since Westbrook uh, joined the team. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been not good, um, as, <laughs> as you'd expect. I mean, if I even think about what their roster construction was like before the deal, right? I, I kind of liked it, right? I liked the way how everyone revolved around Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Now you have another one who's who is uh, okay. What Russell Westbrook, his time in 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 the other LA team was a bit probably I want to say a little bit humbling because it's like you are no longer a star. You are coming off the bench for the first time in your career, and mm-hmm. this is what it is, right? I'd like to think that was humbling for him, but I'm also hesitant to believe that uh, because of his personality and the way he plays the game. And so um, I liked the construction before. I liked it with Kennard and, and Reggie Jackson there, and it's uh, it's not, I don't know, I maybe it's because I, I'm not mm. I haven't been a Westbrook fan for for quite a bit now in his game just not fitting in with today's NBA I don't know but yeah right. this this four losses in a row mind you that first loss was epic that 176 to 175 double over yeah. loss that's that's, <laughs> that's one crazy. for the record books yeah um, but all of these losses have been to playoff teams so that should be very concerning for for Clippers fans I mm. I don't I don't uh, I'm kind of uh, for for a team that stalked the raptors for you know a good couple of seasons there uh right. i'm kind of happy to see their downfall so and I, and I also think that you know if 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 and when they they crash out of the playoffs this year um <laughs> they they have to really look at themselves in the mirror and and see what what they have because they've got yeah uh next year is guaranteed still with, with paul george and Kawhi Leonard, but after that it's player option so those two guys are going to start to really think about the situation that they're in right mm. um, mm-hmm. so yeah because it's 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 been what a three-year sample three yeah, yeah three-year sample of them too yep uh and they haven't really gone past the second round so yeah. it might be some maybe some some shake-ups you never know yep. you never know that might be interesting to see um yeah all right well outside still of still never made the the conference finals ever Ooh. oh sorry they did Two years ago, apologies, but they've still never made the NBA Finals, and that, this yeah. was a team was when once they were constructed, once Kawhi Leonard came on board, the expectation was final, 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 like championships, right? And three right. years of nothing, uh, three years in one conference finals, and this year it doesn't look like it's going in that direction. Yeah, you got to look yourself. Who do you think who's more likely to get a championship next, Yo- Nikola Jokic or Kawhi Leonard? Jokic or Leonard? Yeah. Mm. Good question. Good question. I'm going to say Jokic. He's got two years mm. to do it. Because I don't think Leonard's doing it this year. Something big has got to happen for him to do it next year. And I, I don't see how they do that with the way their roster is currently constructed. Um, so, yeah, I would say Jokic is closer. Mm. I hope he he doesn't go like the 
the MVP no ring route. Like, I hope he doesn't get like a Steve Nash route. Oh, you're talking, are you talking about Jokic? Yeah, yeah. I'm worried talking about Jokic. You know, yeah, I think he deserves to to win a ring. And and anyone that's still kind of doubting him as a playoff performer, I mean, just he's he's definitely been there. His his performance is not dropped off dramatically when it comes from regular season to playoffs. He has done what he can, considering like last year, for example, he didn't have Murray or Porter, right? Like it's mm-hmm. he's an incredible, incredible player. He will I right now I still have him as the favorite. He's gonna win his third straight. And also I think that he he has the capability to do better than Nash in terms of at least making an NBA finals uh yeah. as early as this year. Damn. Damn, that's you're on Team Phoenix. Better. I can sense it. You're on Team Phoenix, right? <laughs> what do you mean, like this, like this year? This year, this year. Phoenix. We'll, looks, we'll do predictions later, like when the end of the season. Phoenix like, looks. I, I get the spicy, feeling. What that? Phoenix looks spicy. They look good. They do. They look like if uh, you, you throw a lineup of of Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre, and that was already good. And then you throw in a Kevin Durant. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Uh that that's uh that's a recipe for disaster right there for any team. I still would love to watch a four or five matchup with the Suns and the and the Mavs in the first round. I would I think that would be the spiciest thing ever because you got not only do you have the KD versus Kyrie, but you also have the history between the Magic the Mavericks and the Suns. Oh yep. that would be a wonderful, wonderful matchup. Let's let's keep the top three as they are: the Nuggets, Grizzlies, and Kings, as much as possible, because all three of them are, are were bottom dwellers year after year. To have all three of them as the top three, especially with the Kings up there, would be especially amazing for them. And it also, yeah. to your point, forces a monumental four or five matchup. Whoever yeah. ends up being Suns, Warriors, Mavs, Clips, like Ugh. any one of them can be the four or five, and that's crazy to think of yeah listen i'm all for i'm all for the raptors going up in standings and going for that first round matchup versus the knicks because i think that that's most likely going to happen but outside of that i mean i'm really i'm really excited for the playoffs in general you know like i I don't i I, i'm gonna put it out there i don't think the raptors are going to win a championship this year so (laughs) that's that's not a far reach (laughs) that's not a far you know what i mean like as a as an honest raptors fan i don't think it's going to happen so when when and if the raptors lose let's say first round okay first like and if we could make it to the second round i think that's pretty damn good for the season but when that happens that's the success we were hoping for this season 100 percent. when that happens don't you just want to be like a biased nba fan just watch Mm -hmm. Just watch basketball, you know, for the love of watching basketball and not having to get your heart taken out <laughs> when you're watching the Raptors, like not play up to their potential. That's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to and just considering, watch some basketball. Considering which teams are going to be playing in the West, like there's a guaranteed that whoever ends up in that four or five matchup, actually any any matchup really, I think I'm thinking about the possibility of a three, six matchup of like, I don't know, the, the the Kings and the Warriors, like all of them are going to be outstanding to watch. So yeah, I hear you, yeah. man. Like it's, it's going to be a fun playoffs and yeah. we're quickly getting towards that I don't, part of the season. I don't think we would do it next week, but probably the week after we, we could, we can maybe make like predictions soon. Yeah. We're itching of for like, predictions here. Yeah, yeah. I'm itching for it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to like write down our little, Little predictions in our standings and 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 our bracket and everything like that. I can't wait. I can't wait, Jay. 
I can't mm-hmm, wait. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, little rant, little rant about Last of Us. Okay, little rant. I loved the last episode. Absolutely loved um, the. I think the 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 actress who played uh, Riley Jay. Did you watch the last episode? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, the actress who I'm played Riley. Up. I think her. I think her name is Storm Ellie or something like that. Storm something. I can't quite remember. But she was on Rickle of Time, and I think he. She's in Euphoria, and and. Uh, she's incredible. She's an a- absolutely oh, right. she incredible. She is wrinkle actress. of time. That's where I'm yeah. like, where have I seen you before? You're right. Okay. Yeah. In incredible actor. And so if 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 the play uh people who who've never played the game, that episode isn't specifically about the Last of Us Part One, it's actually part of a downloadable content called the left behind which is coincidentally what the episode is called so you get to be you get to play through uh this scene where you get to be ellie and where her friend uh is shows to be like is her a firefly and gives her like this whole last hurrah of going through the mall and everything like that so you get to play this all out uh, oh that's and- all from left behind yeah yeah, that's wow. that's all of it from Left Behind. So, so it, I didn't think that they were going to do that, uh, just because like downloadable contents don't—they're not usually the obviously they're not the main, uh, yeah, storyline. Offshoot, but, yeah, exactly. But they they kind of like throughout the whole series, they were they were the, Ellie was talking about you know before and her friend and all. So they they just hinted it throughout. So I was like, okay, they're probably going to play the uh, left behind and how uh important it is to the storyline so I'm, I'm really happy that they showed that the fact can, that can i stop you right there i know you, i know you have yeah. more to say but like okay so at what point did you know that this was going to be the like the left behind portion was it because the title was left behind or is it because like i don't know like yeah riley outside, in the, like left behind, left behind yeah. window and yeah in the first like couple minutes right like at what point did you yeah did you get excited like oh my gosh this is the left behind episode well in the first episode or first yeah in the first episode when uh ellie joel and tess were walking through those build or through the streets of uh i guess alberta <laughs> uh yeah. they, they were talking about like uh this wasn't my first time like killing somebody or you know mm-hmm. uh why did you leave like all, all this like they they hinted towards it. They hinted towards the fact that there is a history behind it, behind Ellie's story. So that's when I knew that they were going to have to do something. And the fact uh, that they, you know, came out with an episode called Left Behind, I was like, all right, here we go. And yeah. that's okay. I'm glad. I'm glad because you get you get a backstory of Ellie. Like you get the whole most of it. You get a backstory of Joel and his brother and and all that. But this one like really shows like who Ellie is and what happened with her and how she got bit and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it was, it was fantastic, man. I, I absolutely loved it. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, but the fact that there's only two more episodes making me sad. Ah, man, you had all this lead up. You said this is a rant. You had no rant. <laughs> no, the I, I didn't. Was, there's only two episodes left. I thought you were going to like, I didn't oh, like this you... part or that part. No, oh, there was nothing. I did. No, 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 no. There was nothing. I didn't have any qualms of it. Okay. Uh, there is no, 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 I didn't, I didn't have no, my rant of it is just that how, uh, how good it is. Like that, I, yeah. that could be a rant too, right? Can yeah, it? that could be a rant. You're right. You're right. <laughs> right? I, 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 I thought, you know, like, um, with a lot of these shows, there is a, uh, especially ones that like harken back to an earlier time, there is like 
an 80s song that like ends up being popular or gets rejuvenated we saw yeah. that at stranger things right and yeah 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 i think we saw that in an earlier episode of last of us i thought yeah, episode i was three. expecting something on monday or tuesday to say you know uh downloads or sales of mortal kombat 2 have gone through the roof over the uh. last <laughs> 12 hours yeah yeah, uh, yeah but i have not read something like that so or like take on or, me or something yeah, yeah like, exactly like take on me as the number one in the billboard or something yeah. like that yeah, well, I mean, they had, Take On Me kind of was rejuvenated by the second season of Ted Lasso. I don't know if you've seen Ted Lasso yet. Ah, yeah, so there's a good heart back to Ted Lasso or to, to AHA's Take On Me in, the, in season number two. So I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a fantastic song. So I, I, I feel like people still listen to that regardless if it was in a show or not. Is, is you know? season three coming soon? Because I'm, I'm getting yeah. antsy here. Yo, see, as soon as... As soon as uh, the last of it, last of us is finished, uh, Ted Lasso season three comes out. Oh, that's is, perfect timing for us then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not only that, my Mandalorian is also out right now too. Yes, thank you to mm-hmm. shout out to my sister. Uh, thank you for your Disney Plus, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Disney Plus uh, code and, and username and stuff. Uh, Where you can still actually share, unlike unlike Netflix. I know, right. God. Please, please don't do that, Disney Plus. I right. I need to watch. I don't need to wait for downloaded streams of of The Mandalorian. Mm. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not that we do that, that though. Right? No, of course not. Uh, no, of course not. Of course not. You know. Can I do it <laughs> since we're going down this route? Can I do an impromptu uh, weekly recommend here? Uh, sure, absolutely. I, I and because I think because we haven't, we don't do the weekly recommends anymore, but. Uh, if you get a chance, you should watch Physical, the 100. Um, I've heard about that. I've heard people telling me that that it's like a ridiculous show that's really it's, entertaining. It's a hundred of the most, I guess, the strongest or the best physiques in all of Korea. And and we're talking like real like celebrities here. We're talking about like world's strongest man or, or world-class bodybuilders and Olympic gold medalists. A hundred of them competing against each other. And the, the competition is to have the uh, world's, or sorry, the best physique. So it's obviously a lot of it has to do on strength, but there are the way in which they construct the challenges. It's so genius because it's not like, I think about, let's say American Ninja Warrior, where the, the challenges are very much geared towards upper body strength and females don't normally make it very far. Physical, it's smart. It's very smart. Mm. Some of it even involves teamwork. Like it is a, a competition challenge or a competition show unlike anything I've seen. It's so entertaining. Uh, I highly recommend that as, as a show okay. to watch. As, yeah, because I think it's like what, eight or nine episodes. It's now all done. So you can actually binge it now on Netflix. But, what is it um, called again? Physical. physical, physical 100. Yeah. Okay, can we just start one called Physical Dad Bod 100? <laughs> yeah. Then you and I. Can... Well, you know, the, the funny part is like, so every competitor, uh, they all have like, uh, what's the word? They have uh, like statues, uh, like made of their bodies. So it's like a. Okay. What's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? It almost looks like it's a porcelain version of your 
of your chest stomach area okay. um, and then it's on there on display as like a statue so then you and i'm not giving away anything here but like in the first episode you know these hundred individuals get introduced they're kind of like their credentials are listed but they all have their own like a copy of their bodies on display and as you get eliminated you have to destroy your own statue so they give you a hammer and you destroy it it's so degrading but i think it's it's kind of cool to watch um, but yeah it's 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 so i think about your your thing about dad bods i'm just imagining a hundred different dad bod sculptures <laughs> and it's just hilarious it is just a sight to see uh, this yeah, is what this is your your uh your next christmas present this, uh, I'm, this just gonna, is, I'm just gonna get like a, a dad bod and so you can just like wreck it it absolutely, absolutely. yeah let's do it all right. watch it though okay sounds good man all right brother uh well i appreciate you always letting me talk about the last of us and anything else that is going on that's not basketball because right now we need a little bit more than raptors basketball that's not very good but hopefully we can step it up for the last 20 games of the season uh and maybe we can talk about the playoffs and who we might be facing next week all right jay until next time that's a red